This is Inconstant. Hello, this is an interview I uh, did with Dr. Imran Lasker, and we talk about one of our favourite movies, Back to the Future. Hope you enjoy it. Okay, so we're recording now. Okay, cool. So we're doing a kind of a, a podcast about uh, Back to the Future. So I'll introduce my guest, Dr. Lasker. Uh, Dr. Lasker, would you like to tell my big audience a little bit about yourself? Okay, first and, of all, uh, I yeah. cringe at being called Dr. Lasker. Okay, <laughs> one of those things I never really get used to. I know a lot of people, you know get off on that but it's not as far head knows it's not something that i think is more a circumstance and luck that's got me to this point so uh let's call me imran let's move, let's move okay. on uh, okay so we are talking about so we're talking about me so um i've known you for a very long time um you know we played football together uh, over the years and we have attempted writing scripts together comedy stuff um generally hang out don't hang out enough these days actually mostly my fault because i find myself working a lot yeah um, Mostly the coronavirus's fault at the moment. So, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. a yeah. nice little coronavirus. Time stamp. Well, that's the thing, you know. When you said like, "Is anyone free?" I was thinking, well, like, it's a bit hard not to be free to do this podcast because we all indoors, aren't we? I mean, come on, man. Like, not as if we're doing anything else right now. Um, yeah, but yeah, well, one of our mutual one of our mutual friends, Tungra, apparently is working. Oh, home, yeah. and is actually doing work. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Course. <laughs> I don't know what he really does, that guy. He's always on WhatsApp and, <laughs> and getting very irate about things. He's quite verbose on WhatsApp. He's quite funny. I do like to wind him up. Yeah. It, was, it was quite funny the other day because he really he really went off on one of one of our mates. And I was thinking, he was like, oh, you're always trying to like start an argument. And I thought, actually, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I put a lot of effort into trying to wind you up. And I don't think it's fair that you go and give him the credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need to get him from that at some point. Um, yeah, I'm sure so, he's the thing. I think. Yeah. He's the thing. So, um, cool. Do you mind me if I just kind of ask you a little bit sort of like about sort of the coronavirus situation and stuff like that, or yeah, should we just as much, as, keep... uh, as much as a radiologist can know about, it, of course. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> and so, um, you know, at your hospital and stuff, how how bad is it, kind of? Uh, kind of... So yeah, I mean, I, I, I haven't, you know what, like, I mean, I'm very, very privileged in the position I am in terms of like, um, this is what I mean by luck of the situation that a lot of my work ends up being sent to my house, like they send the scans to my house. So I, I haven't actually been in to work in the last week, I'm not going to go in this week. And I think they're trying to make as much of it as remote as possible, which I think is happening with a lot of jobs. But it's quite unusual, I guess, for someone who's a medical professional right now not to be uh in the hospital right now and you know really getting hands on and dirty you know getting their hands dirty and in fact i think i was talking to one of rabia's friends um yesterday and she was like imran you know what i appreciate all the work that you're doing you know and i was thinking it's kind of i feel a bit of a farce because you know yes i'm working but i'm working from the comfort of my house i'm, I'm not there sticking ventilators into people's um throat i think we've got quite a few people who have confirmed coronavirus on top of the being busy in the first place um it's a busy hospital, and uh, unfortunately, um, yeah, it's just a, it's not great, is it? And it's not really getting any better. And uh, I don't know if you heard, but they're thinking about opening the Excel Center as a, um, a potential. I think, I think that's been confirmed. I think they're getting the army to really. To do I, mean, that. I think they're going to call it um, something 
um, the Nightingale Hospital, I think they're going to be calling it. So, yeah, oh, 2,000 beds, apparently. I mean, we're talking, and they're saying 4,000 people. I mean, 4,000 people. I mean, how bit, how bad is this going to get? This is, I mean, that's some serious, that's serious, man. Yeah. And really yeah. scary. So, uh, yes, yeah, good, man. And, um, yeah, and, you know, I know kind of a lot of people separate from that. I mean, in the Southeast Asian communities, for those, for those of you who aren't aware, kind of like, the, the bond between like parents and children is quite strong. So I imagine kind of like a lot of families not being able to sort of like contact their, their parents over the next period because mm. self-isolation is, especially if they're not living in the same household. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. No, um, with my parents, like we, it was a real difficult thing to try and get across them. That it is very, very important that they do not leave the house. And I think, um, I think there's a bit of an argument that they end up having with my sister about it. And thankfully she's taken the brunt of trying to push it to happen. Yeah. Uh, trying to get them to listen. And it, it was really weird today. I was talking to my mum and she's like, oh, you know, it's really good that we only have to be isolated for like another week. Oh, no, 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 no. And then I, I was like, oh, I must have heard that wrong, seriously. And she kept going, yeah, it's only be another week. Oh, we can do another week. And I thought, oh dear. Um, and then I thought, you know what? I could say something or leave it to my sister. So I left it to my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Let's uh, let's move on to um, Back to the Future. So this is it's a freaking Stone Cold classic. So I didn't have access to. I wanted to watch it again before we we did the podcast. The only version that I could find was like a Russian version. What? I just okay. wanted to remind, but yes, yeah, so I, I watched it on like two times speed in Russian just to remind myself of the scene scenes that happened okay um, and it's surprising how well it works in a foreign language that you can't really? understand I mean, maybe that's just because i'm so familiar with it um anyway so um do you want to kind of explain what the the story of like back to the future is i mean to, it, it feels like a bit, it feels like a silly question to ask i mean you almost assume that anyone anyone that has anyone has seen that movie i mean how could you not have watched back to the future but... my my nephews only just saw it kind of like last week I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. that's different. I mean, you know, he's a, he's a child. He's yeah, a child, right? It's been that long. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, well, okay. I mean, it's a bit of a weird concept, really, when you think about it. I mean, it's a fantastic, fantastic movie. Easily one of the best movies I feel have been made. And you know what I like about it is like what we used to talk about before. Like it has a lot of good internal logic. Like it makes logical sense within the the universe that it is set in. And um, the point is that there's a young guy, and he ended up, you know, going back in time inadvertently. And uh, he ends up bumping into his parents and uh, it starts to get a little bit creepy. That's the thing. Like when you're a kid, you don't realize how creepy this whole scenario is. But his mum starts to fancy him, but the young mum. And she doesn't know that that this is her son, but she starts to fancy him and start to try and go from. And because of that whole scenario of how the mum starts to like him rather than the man that she's meant to go and marry and end up having him in the first place. It results in some sort of paradox where he's about to not exist. So within the logic of the movie, he has to try and force them to be together, um, uh, be together so that he can exist. But it turns out his dad is quite a loser, and that's I guess the uh, the, the 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 funny part of it is that how on earth does he get his mum to go for his dad? Because it doesn't look like it's actually feasible considering who his dad is. So, I mean, that's the premise of the movie and uh, successful or not, I guess, for anyone that hasn't seen it, probably better you go watch it. I really wouldn't want to spoil such a fantastic movie for anyone. Well, we're, well, we're going to be going into spoilers because we can't really do a discussion about... Um, so, kind of, spoilers ahead, guys. 
for those of you who haven't seen the movie. But um, yes, yeah, so I've got some notes that I want to, a few um, talking points that I want to kind of go through with you. So kind of watching it again in Russian um, last night, <laughs> um, one of the, the questions I kind of wanted to ask you is, is Marty McFly a loser? In the original timeline, I think I, I, I think you can make quite a strong argument that Martin McFly is a bit of a bit of a loser. He kind of he's, if you if you watch the written kind of the first few scenes, kind of his mum's kind of an alcoholic. His dad's kind of get, getting bullied by um by Biff Tannen. He's kind of like flunked out of the um flunked out of the uh, music competition. Um, and his best mate seems to be some old geezer. The only thing. <laughs> that seems to be going for him is that he's got quite a hot, hot girlfriend so would you well, say no, that's the thing it depends on the way you look at it right like you know um yeah in the conventional i mean you're talking about like an asian style, style like is he is he a good boy or bad boy yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know fine he's not academically brilliant from what we can tell you know he's getting in trouble because he turns up to school late you know mrs strickland's on his case and all the rest of it yeah but i mean this is these are the kind of guys that are cool i remember when i was young I'm like, look listen yeah if you came into a school on a skateboard and you had a hot girlfriend and you were playing like lead guitar and singing in a band, I mean, how cool is that? Fair enough. Fair enough. Point, point, point taken. Point taken. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying kind of like, you see kind of typical Hollywood movies. Um, the main character would be a lot cooler. He wouldn't have like loser parents like Mike McFly's got. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he wouldn't have kind of like loser parents, loser brother and sister yeah kind of um so it's kind of in my head like mighty mcfly was like always kind of a winner do you mm. know what i mean yeah, yeah see at the start of the movie he really he really wasn't that but he really oh, he could be coming yeah. from less than you know not a great background I yeah guess, you know from the from the look of things but you know considering all all those things like yes his dad is a loser back then and and in the current timeline yeah but man the guy was that guy was cool man like yeah, yeah. He was really it's, cool. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of like a, a stroke. No other character. I mean, it was, it's wild to think that they had that ginger bloke play him originally. I just, uh, you know, you know, Michael J. Fox is. Yeah. There's no, there's no other character that could have, uh, no other actor that I think could have played that character. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's amazing how like there, there are some movies where you know similar things have happened, and now you can't imagine it being anyone else. Like, wasn't it O.J. Simpson that was meant to be the Terminator? Yeah, Can yeah. You like how much of a tank that movie would have been or how, as a result of O.J. Simpson's subsequent actions, like how that would have been buried in the timeline. Oh, my system. God, yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, what about Will Smith as, as mate the, what's called Neo in The Matrix? Like, we all love Will Smith, but he would have Will Smith that role. Yeah. He would not have been Neo the way we know it and The Matrix would never be what it is. Yeah. So, um, it's amazing, actually, when you think about, like, how, how these things can happen and how someone can basically become i mean they're so integral to that role that you can't imagine it being anyone else but it was so close to being someone else especially yeah. in that movie but they actually filmed a significant part of the film before they decided to change the guy i mean can you imagine like yeah. if you were doing that movie and then you're doing oh you know it's quite a nice little earner i'm doing pretty well i'm working with these great <laughs> people and suddenly yeah. they're like yeah i think you're gonna have to go we're gonna bring this other guy in and you think we, but we just started filming the the movie like what do you mean you're going to replace me Did, can you imagine like how yeah. harsh that must have been you know i would have i would have said that's being you know you're being ginger is gingerist the word being anti-gay I, I i think I, eric stoltz is the uh is the act i just think he was 
like I don't that Michael J. Fox to me in this movie is quite vulnerable in quite a few places. Do you know, and I said that's part of kind of um he brings out the fact you know I'm I'm sure he must have been kind of his mid twenties when he played Grob, but you do actually believe because you know down to his height his boyish boyish looks he's actually probably quite you know he's he's a teenager and I just Eric Stoltz was a little bit too classical wooden leading man. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a bad actor by any means, but um. Well, I think yeah. he ended up having quite a good career, um, uh, even after this. But you yeah. know, what I found like you know you're talking about that. I only recently found out that the um, Marty's dad in number one is it Crispin Glover or something? Yeah. Is yeah, not the same actor in the subsequent films? Did you know that? Sorry. So the person that acts as Marty's dad in the yeah. first film is yeah. not the same actor. That is in the subsequent films. Yeah, yeah, I think I knew that. I think I did not know that till very recently. Chrisman Glover is a bit of a, a weirdo. I don't know if you've kind of he's he's good. Let me let me just Google is Kristen Glover a weirdo? I, I think he is. <laughs> well, I've heard that. You know, I you know I'm such a big fan of the movie. I actually watched the um, you know how back in the day you had a DVD and then you had like the multiple audio versions and then one of the audio versions would be like people talking over the movie. And I think I yeah. actually have one of the DVDs where I think um, Steven Spielberg and is it Robert Zemeckis and stuff yeah. talk to each other about the whole movie. And they were quite polite about it. But in number two, they were saying that the actor was making some demands that were out of proportion for what they'd expect for someone to be in that position. As in, this guy was demanding more than even Michael J. Fox was demanding. And so yeah. I had to write him out of the second I think, yeah. the movies eventually because it clearly wasn't going to work with him and that's why they made him have a more of a minimal role from what they originally anticipated for him to yeah. have which He's, is um, amazing that you know it actually ends up being a really amazing and a great movie those first two movies like the, the first two parts of the trilogies work unbelievably well together mm, yeah yeah internal um, logic on point isn't it yeah kind of the script writers and the production planners for the movie mm. should have got an Oscar, man, because kind yeah. of the they, because they, I think they they tore everything down, didn't they? Didn't yeah. the original stuff? Um, yes, they had to reenact the entire the entire sec like the first movie and the second movie. Like, yeah, bits of that to make it yeah. work. Yeah. And you know what's really interesting? I read this is how much of a fan I am. I read uh, Michael J. Fox's autobiography, and he was saying that when he was doing the first movie and he was playing, you know, the guitar riffs, yeah, he had to do it again for the second one. On the second one, he found it really difficult, and he didn't really understand why. And he thought maybe because at the time, I think he was, you know, quite newly famous and enjoying yeah. a bit of a Hollywood lifestyle, and I think he must have had a bit of a drinking problem. So he assumed it was because of that, like he was finding it difficult to guitar and all the rest of it. But actually, it turns out it was his Parkinson that was already settling in. Like it started. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, wow. according to the autobiography, it it was actually because of that. That's why he was finding it difficult to guitar as well as he did on the first one. So isn't that amazing? Like it was already happening. Poor guy. He had no idea. No idea. Oh man, that's yeah. so sad. Kind of what you know what's happened with him and like the Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's painful to yeah. watch. That. Like, yeah. I mean, it's nice when he pops up and reenacts his role and yeah did you ever see any of any of the um the sitcom he did later on which was kind of based on his own life i think they only shot like five episodes of it i think it was no spin city. Was called, yeah no it wasn't spin city um it was let me have a look on online michael man types up uh thing on the oh, uh yeah. the internet 
I've only recently discovered, this is how much of, I mean, I'm a massive, massive fan. And in fact, I might even watch it tonight. But Keith Lemon, or, you know, what's his name? Lee Francis, or both yeah. has done his own version of Back to the Future. Yeah, he, he does. He does a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, the, yeah, it's called the Michael J. Fox show. It okay. ran from uh, 2013 to 2014. 22 episodes, apparently. So wow. I, I think he still pops Good up fun. now and then in kind of um, TV shows. But, you know, the Parkinson's is going to, limit um kind of uh what he can what he can do really yeah, I unfortunately I heard that. well i mean we saw he was in a scrubs episode and that was probably one of my favorite episodes ever um and then he apparently was in some lawyer show recently and that he played up. yes so, yeah. yeah he I've, I've i've seen kind of like the the, the so there's um what was it called it's, it's called the good wife oh that's so right. a, yeah he's yeah. and he was uh, he plays um bit of a cunt in that so it's kind of like a nice <laughs> nice villainous yeah, yeah. kind of plays up the fact that you know he's he's got a know, problem. he's yeah. got a problem he uses that to help his help, help his um help his clients out um cool so the next question i've got so this is more of like a phil- phil- uh, philosophical question i think um so spoilers for everyone that hasn't seen the movie mighty changes the timeline so his parents are successful and he ends up in like a nice house with like a, does he have a jeep or something at the end of the movie i can't yeah, remember in the beginning of the movie he sees it like this toyota which still looks like a nice car i'd love to have that car maybe because of the movie i don't know but um yeah he's like really likes it and at the end of the movie because his parents are rich they get him that car which is yeah end, isn't yeah it? yeah yeah so is he a creep for changing the timeline and what but, happens in the original timeline where his parents are still losers their, their son has disappeared this old man is disappeared. <laughs> they might, they might well, think he's been killed. I mean, that's the thing about the back. I think with um, what do they? I think when Doc explains it in number two, he never says that the original timelines continue. They just seem to, as in, he knows oh, okay. parallel timelines. Yeah, but there, there is no reality. So once that reality changes, I know there are other movies where there can be parallel timelines, and I think yeah. that Bill and Ted, you know, I think around that time, like time travel was like really cool or something. And so I think yeah. Bill and Ted had a had an idea of like um oh no that's in the different where they said that the the time the, your local time continues to go regardless yeah. of where you are so there's no concept so like you know if i disappear disappear for the equivalent of a day i actually do disappear for the, for a day you know um which is quite i mean that worked for them because they needed to get you know the movie needed to needed to keep going right yeah right? otherwise it wouldn't work but uh, I don't think Back to the Future runs like that. I think like okay. if you change the timeline, it changes the timeline. There's no other okay. timeline after that. Okay, but fair enough. Is he bad and good? I mean, the thing is, it happened inadvertently, isn't it? And you yeah. have things to work out for him because you root for that character. It didn't work out so well for Biff. I mean, he ends up Biff Tannen. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's Poor not Biff so Tannen. Yeah, he gets done over. Biff Tannen. What a, what a um, douchebag that guy was. Um, yeah, yeah. You just you just put an idea into my head, kind of. Um, yeah, that, that, it's a shame like uh, that crossover never happened kind of a, a Bill and Ted back to the future crossover that would be awesome but you know we're having a Bill and Ted 4 at some point apparently according to Keanu Reeves' Twitter so you know that's... Well, they, they, it's, it's supposed to be out this year oh really have you heard the concept it. I've heard the concept's quite good yeah like yeah you heard it yeah yeah it's kind of like they still haven't <laughs> changed the world <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. oh, so awesome i can't wait it just sounds brilliant it sounds brilliant doesn't it yeah, yeah. it really does but um yeah 
Yeah, you know, interestingly, you know, Back to the Future, sorry, uh, I just love this movie so much. Like, I recently found out that someone on Reddit had come out of the theory for number three, where yeah. they could have actually completely bypassed the entire movie. Did you know this? I, you know, with three, it's not one that I watch regularly. Okay. Um, it's not favourite, so. Um, yeah, it's not. I think I, I, I like it once or twice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. basically, Marty goes back with one of the time machines right yeah all the way back so apparently they could have just used the parts from the new time the time machine from the future and put it into the time machine that he's buried <laughs> oh, oh yes yeah oh yeah okay yeah well, I didn't that. yeah, yeah that, that would have been done it would be it would have been like a five minute job so, both myself but imran are script writers and sometimes script writers we miss out kind of like the uh the logical solution that might uh, present itself <laughs> to uh, or, or just people ignore it. Or just ignore uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> just ignore it. Well, it happens because the movie needs to happen. So that's 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 why they didn't do it that way. And yeah. Yeah, and also they would never have got Clara from the Clara's Ravine or whatever it was. So yeah. there there were other things that needed to happen for number three. But you know they could have bypassed the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So there's a there's a few other things that kind of um on a I want to talk about so uh kind of like pre 9-11 libyans yeah so like uh you know nuclear plutonium is just kind of like flipping out they just kind of that's just something that, that the movie kind of skips over yeah but this is the thing about back future it's got such a special place in people's hearts that like they will just happily ignore some of the weirdness and it's a very weird movie it's yeah. a very, very weird movie like it's a really weird sci-fi movie I mean, come on, man. there's the... a scene where he kisses his mum in the yeah. car he yeah. is trying to get on i mean she's trying to get on he's trying to get on with his mum i mean yeah that is creepy you know as yeah. much as you try and you know when we watch him we have these like nice memories of it but actually that's freaking weird man yeah even there's if i the... said to you fred you're gonna have to if you're gonna save your existence you're gonna try it on your mum you'd be like Nah, I'd rather nah, go. Nah. I'd rather thank you very much, but now nah, I'm done. <laughs> what did you come on? Yeah, which kind of um leads me on to to my next. I mean, th- th- there are like a lot of weird things in this movie. Kind of like the all the um the sci-fi stuff with his dad, kind of him brain brainwashing his dad, pretending to be Darth Vader, mm. kind of um, him inadvertently kind of inventing skateboarding when he kind of steals that kid's um yeah, yeah. Uh, little. And what about tank let, do you remember the mayor, yeah. Mayor Quimby? Or no, not Quimby's from Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the mayor, the guy, the guy was cleaning the floor in the cafe, you know, and then you know Marty was like, I know, I know you, you're the mayor, and he was like, you know what, I should go become mayor. And yeah. Then, yeah. He actually ends up becoming the mayor, you know, in in the eighties, you know, from that suggestion back in the day. Yeah, there's yeah. A, you know, there's all sorts of things in, like that. In kind of a. Uh... Oh, and then, and the shopkeeper actually says, "Oh, a coloured per- coloured person becoming mayor. That will be the day." I mean, this yeah. clear racism yeah. in that movie yeah. that pops out of the blue. It's, but it's, the, it's the 1950s, though, mate. Kind of. Yeah, the, I guess so. There I is a. You know, that it was realistic. Scene. It was realistic, I guess. Yeah. yeah kind of the, the 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 other scene where he kind of invents rock and roll music and mm-hmm. when he's stuffed into the beat of the car and kind of you know those uh the the, the band kind of sticking up reefer heads. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what? I didn't even, you know, those are things you don't pick up on when you're a kid, is it? You just yeah. don't. 
realized that there were drug there was drug use in that yeah. there was an attempted rape in that movie yeah there was incest attempted there's rapes there's there's definitely a couple of attempted attempted murders yeah in that movie there's <laughs> yeah yeah there's um stolen nuclear um <laughs> stolen nuclear fuel there's yeah. libyan terrorists yeah there's time travel yeah um this weird old madman watching it again kind of like um doc brown's a weird dude man. yeah yeah, yeah, very, yeah exactly he is very, very but you know these, these are these are the kind of things i mean maybe that's why apparently i've heard it, it it was quite hard to get it going yeah but you can imagine like if i came to you first and said look i've got a really great idea for a, a movie you'd be like you know what yeah no <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's the same way i feel about so many things like imagine if i said to you fred i've got a really great idea for a for a cartoon there's gonna be a sponge and he lives in a pineapple under the sea you know and he's got a friend who's a starfish and a friend who's a squid and he yeah. goes and works as the the crispy uh crusty crab you'd be like are you what are you talking about yeah. that's not a, that's not a concept but there you go man these things yeah. you can't you can't predict it yeah kind of a, one of the uh you know that in Futurama, kind of like Fry goes back in time and he sleeps with his own grandmother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of a, so <laughs> it kind of that, that kind of leads up into my next question. So um, at the moment, uh, there's a lot of like incest porn around, and okay, incest, first of all, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, that's secondly, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I talk to you know uh, Kafars a lot, you know, and they 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 tell me. <laughs> yeah, I talk, I talk to a lot of white people. Uh, All right, okay, of, yeah, fine. A lot of um, uh, stand-up comedy is on. Yeah, something that I've, I've heard, uh, I've heard mentioned. This is know. why the world's going falling apart. This is this is this is the kind of stuff that happens. This is why. This is oh, anyway. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would put it to you. Do you think um, uh, Back to the Future's paid any part in the um, in the proliferation of uh, that sort of um, material around the world? Because like. You know, you know and- I think um, Back to the Future. <laughs> hey, listen, yeah, this is going to sound weird, but just stay with me on this. I think Back to the Future has a such a massive part of our existence that it's almost up there with Michael Jackson. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's you see mass- what I'm saying, right? Michael Jackson clearly, like, I know it's going to upset a few people, but the guy liked kids. I mean, would you let your your kids go with this guy? You know, yeah. year old man or something, we're having the sleepovers and stuff, right? You know, I just, I also feel, and so, but then because it, he was such a talented individual, I think, you know, you as an individual is up to you whether you think that's okay. But as collective, you know, we were okay with that. We were, we were kind of said, oh, you know, that's a decent, decent excuse for, for what was going on. But, uh, and I think, you know, Back to the Future is probably on that level where, um, you know, it doesn't matter what was in that movie. It was such a good movie, and at a time when you could make movies like that without worrying about the Twitter force trying to shut it down, that uh, it's never going to get blamed for anything crazy like that. Yeah. Um, the next question is going to be... Um, oh, kind of... So there's um a lot of really cool stunts in this movie um and there's you know i'm especially kind of thinking about um some of the stunts that michael j fox does and kind of for me there's a lot of um kind of the precursor to to free running in there kind of there's that stunt where he runs over the top of the car and him Mm -hmm. using his skateboard to get in and out of different places and i'm just wondering um what you thought about that if you had any kind of uh 
thoughts about kind of like it leads into a lot of different things kind of the, the way that he does that, that does different stunts and stuff like that because he's yeah, not he's not a superhero is he he's just kind of like a, just apparently a cool, he's, kid. Yeah, he's a cool kid. kid no he's a cool yeah. i mean come on man skateboarding like that i mean this is next level skateboarding like you've never seen before and you know dropping the, dropping the skateboard underneath the the cars and catching on the other side i mean it's just super cool man yeah i, I don't know man maybe you know when you watch these crazy YouTube videos of people climbing up things, and, you know, and then there's a horrible, horrendous incidents where people have managed to make quite decentish careers of climbing the craziest heights and end up hurting themselves. Uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't stem from what they saw in Back to the Future, but it's probably just a part of our human nature to be interested in a watching that, and there's going to be part of the society that's going to be willing to take those kind of risks. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's very. There's just so many, there's so many levels to that film, honestly. Just, I don't even know where to begin. Like, did you know Billy Zane? Billy Zane? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's in that movie, number one. Where is Billy Zane? I mean, I only saw it yesterday. I didn't notice him. When, when, who who does he play in it? He's one of Biff's bully friends. Oh, one of the, one of the, one of of those mongoloids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the, one of the guys are always with him and like, you know, they don't really say all that much. Yeah. More of a bit. Okay. But. You know that that movie just had so many cool things about it, just beyond belief. Oh, yeah, I've just and been um, running. Then that's just another thing, like you know, yeah. wow, another cool thing for, for you know for Back to Future. Wow. Yeah, kind of like uh, I think you, I think you're winning me round to sort of like uh, when I was watching it yesterday, I think I was just thinking, oh, Michael, uh, Michael J. Fox, Marty McFly, he's a he's not as cool as I remember him being, but kind of like he does, you know, skater kid, rock and roller. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you were if you were exactly Michael J. Fox when we met, I probably wouldn't hang out with you because I think you'd be too cool for me. Uh, yeah. Well, to be fair, when we met, we were both kind of, um, you know, what well, was that phrase that I always love that phrase that um Atik used to try and describe himself, which was a, a wannabe wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not as though things have changed all that much, bro. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so we've been going on for about what. 30 minutes, I think that's kind of like a, enough chat about okay. um, Back to the Future. Any kind of like final final thoughts on the movie and kind of the impact it's had on you and stuff like that? I mean, you know what? Like, um, I mean, it's such an integral part of my existence. I mean, the thing is, when I grew up, I, I've now had a life where I can't even imagine Back to the Future not existing. Um, you know, and look, I mean, look, you know, this is my, I'm going to show you, Fred. I mean, I know your podcasters won't be able to see but yeah. I'm going to show you my office where I do my reporting. This is where I do my radiology reporting. And one, two, three. Can you see that? Okay, so for the um, for the benefit of our listeners, he's got uh, three Back to the Future kind of like prints on his wall. A very nice prints actually as well. Yeah, yeah. Very, very Some sort nice, of pop yeah. art style Back to the Future thing. So, I mean, does it affect my life? Has it had an integral part of my life? I mean, look at my reporting. I'm, you know... Now a qualified NHS consultant, and uh, I've got Back to Future uh, pictures on my wall. I mean, that's yeah. how much it means to me. I, I love that movie that much that um, I sit back and sometimes remember my childhood looking at these pictures when I'm in the middle of uh, my work. So yeah, does it? It's an integral part of my life and existence. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad it exists. And you know, you know what? The other day, I was in fact driving driving home from work. And um, I saw a DeLorean, you know, yeah, on the A13, and I just thought, this is the first time in my life I've actually seen a DeLorean in real life. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm 36 years old. And it's taken me this long to see a DeLorean in real life. I had to speed up, catch up with it, look at the driver, look at the car from the outside. And I really yeah. want to knock on that window. I really did. Yeah. That's how important that movie is to me. I know you love your um, like biographies and stuff like that. You should mm. definitely read the biography of the person, um, John DeLorean, who made the DeLorean. He had a crazy life, dude. Really? You, you, you really need, um, yeah, you really need to kind of um, read his biography because okay. uh, I, I heard about it through a podcast called The Dollop, and they did um, did an entire episode on John DeLorean, and you, you just cannot believe um yeah it's it's a it's a very 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 strange story i've heard he's very um, dodgy i've heard he's i mean i heard he was a dodgy character but i, I don't know that much about that but yeah, yeah i won't i won't spoil it for you because yeah. um yeah if you if you read about his life you would just think what well, he did that and then he did that and then he did that um well, no, well, apparently the deloreans are when they originally made the deloreans they still have loads of spare parts of the DeLoreans. Like loads. Yeah. when we're talking loads, we're talking like multiple cars worth of DeLorean is still around. Yeah. And I think recently a company has been able to buy all that stock and now going to start making DeLoreans again. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't, I, if, yeah. No, in terms of like the, um, the reliability. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there's massive yeah, but, issues. Uh, yeah. but, I, I know about that. But, but listen, buyers like yourself, you've got, you know, rolling around in that, uh, massive nhs salary that you're getting <laughs> you'll be able to just <laughs> one but yeah not as, in, not as your main car <laughs> yeah well, well you know what you say that yeah but the other day i was watching um do you ever watch this thing i think it's called fully loaded fully charged fully charged it's um you know Crichton from back in the day red dwarf the actors oh yeah yeah youtube channel on electric cars and um, he went to some place in america where they're actually revamping old cars like porsches and stuff like that like really cool ones and in the background they had a delorean and i just thought to myself you're gonna electrify that delorean i mean how freaking cool is that and you're talking yeah. about liability issues if you can electrify a delorean i mean it's first of all it sounds cool yeah but i mean surely that can sort out some of the issues that it had you I, know? I think there there were issues with the the gold doors and the mm. brakes as well so but really you need to I'll send you the link to the dollop episode of um yeah, yeah. The, uh, you, well, you, you know apparently yeah. interestingly you mentioned this you know in the first movie where Marty keeps trying to start the car yeah apparently DeLorean was not happy about that because they he they were showing the car not to start and not be reliable which is yeah. not really what you want when you're trying to sell a car well <laughs> that, uh, yeah I suppose that's true but then you know the other thing you can say it's not really a car at that point it's a it's a it's a time machine with like um a nuclear reactor in the yeah. back yeah but yeah, 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 still, yeah. i agree uh, i agree but i think apparently that was an issue that was an issue for the, the people who put it in the movie yeah and another thing i kind of read recently apparently um apple in movies when they've got an iphone featured that they they don't allow um any villains to have be iphone owners no, no, <laughs> you can see right that i mean they're so paranoid about their 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 the way they're portrayed yeah know, someone like delorean might be upset that their car yeah. starting in the car and possibly stops him from going back to where he came from because yeah just start it needed to start that's all it needed to do and they couldn't do it <laughs> yeah cool um so the last thing i wanted to say is that um unlike other franchises back to the future is kind of safe from reboots and remakes because yeah. yeah. uh, robert zemeckis has stated that 
you know, he has the final film rights to all the films uh, and in the franchise, and he will block any attempts to remake or reboot the film. So, unlike um, other properties um, like Star Wars, for example, Total Recall, Total Recall. Um, I mean, what a rubbish yeah, film that ended the, up being. You know, you know, this trilogy is safe, mm. and um, it might not mean much to other people but to have something like back to the future that has paid a massive part in both Imran and mine's um childhood safe from being rebooted or remade or readjusted is is it's, it's really important mm. it's really really yeah. important because it's something we could pass on to our children without worrying about it being tarnished mm. by profiteers mm. well that's the thing like uh I love that movie so much that ended up, you know, there was a recent movie, I think Spielberg must have made it called Ready Player One. Do you remember that? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen it, but um, Mate, yeah. the only reason I rented it and watched it was because they had a DeLorean in it. Yeah. <laughs> they had a DeLorean in that movie and they had so many references to Back to the Future. If you knew, if you know you're Back to the Future, you would spot references to Back to the Future. Even that little, you know, that tingling sound they, they do. Um, I think I've even yeah. got it saved on my phone. You know, that kind of, um, the very back to the future tingle sound that c- turns up in, in a lot of the movies. Um, you know, I think um, they they even had that in the movie. And in fact, the other day I was coming back from Abu Dhabi and the person sitting next to me had that as his ringtone. And straight away, I felt like we knew each other. <laughs> 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 like we must be friends i mean that, that's just the way it is here we go i'm gonna play it for you look this is how much of a fan i have after i heard him i went and got it there you go <laughs> um so let's call it a day there because we're kind of uh almost minutes in. is there anything you want to um plug for my listeners Stay at home and listen to the podcast. Do not out- leave your house, please. Your okay. life, like everyone else's life, depends on it. And watch Back to the Future. Yeah, again, that's a good again, shout. Again. So stay indoors. Um, heed, heed the advice of the the medical professionals. Um, if my listeners wanted to come and find you and follow you on social media, where would they? How how well, would they? I am L L Imran L L L underscore Imran L. I'll, put, I'll, I'll ask him I'll, I'll put his social media thing so is that that's going to be on like twitter and uh <laughs> Instagram or... there's pretty I'll, much I'll the only place social media links in the in the in the show description guys um thank you so much for um uh for doing this deed i'll yeah, no uh, i'll put it up sometime this mm-hmm. week well, i'm gonna stop recording now and um we can have a chat about a few different things all yeah. right see you guys later bye